0: On this episode of every Aussie number one song ever, we take on the new random format. We chat Anchorman and James Bond, plus we talk AFL and NRL. Wait, this is a music podcast,
1: right?
0: 987654321111. G'day, g'day. Welcome to another episode of every Aussie number one song ever. Our first episode moving away from the chronological format and into the exciting world of randomness. With me for this episode we have the original crew, Jimmy Keefe and Manny Dock. How's things, fellas? Yeah, hey, good Teddy,
1: uh, hanging in there.
0: So
2: I, way. going going real well in the times, mate,
1: it's all good
0: excited for this uh random new random path we're taking
1: i think it's a good uh a good way to do it probably only thing we're a bit disappointed it went so close to where we uh where we finished off last time so that's um <laughs> yeah no, we be good
2: yeah we have got to live with what the uh, generator gives us definitely looking forward to a few uh even if we can hit some 80s or 90s it'd be uh very tasty mm. delish Just uh,
0: on the change, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone who's been listening and who's going to stick by us with this format change. Whether you're family, friends, friends of family, family, friends, friends, families, families, friends, families, or friends, families, family, friends of families. (laughs) We certainly appreciate you tuning in. (laughs) Alright, as we alluded to, the random date generator went very close to 1966, took us to the 24th of September 1968. Now, just a quick snapshot of what was going on in 1968, a few uh, major events. Uh, At the start of the year, the search for Harold Holt was called off. Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy were both assassinated. Vietnam War was raging. Uh, protests around the country and the world. And yeah, some big music releases were from Cream, Jimi Hendrix, and of course the Beatles and the Stones. Some big tours in Australia from The Who, The Monkeys, and Australia's own The Seekers. They played it, the My Music Bowl. They got two hundred thousand there.
2: Jeez. Seekers.
1: That is, yeah, that is
2: oh. solid. How how many does the uh mobile hold? Obviously two hundred thousand, <laughs> but that seems like a lot not no, these days, I don't think.
0: That'd be twenty thousand max or something, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, I would have thought so, but the seekers too, like they were in a real wild sort of band. Like two hundred thousand, that's yeah. there wasn't a
2: parade on at the same time and they've just <laughs> <laughs> lost the head. Yeah, yeah, uh, impressive anyway.
0: Um, and a week after, or the week after this number one, this date, I think Carlton beat Essendon in the AFL, Granny, just. Did
1: you tip that one, did you?
0: No, I went for the bombers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the number one we land with is called Help Yourself by the effervescent Tom Jones. Tommy
1: Yeah,
0: Tommy he's, he's been mentioned a few times in our previous episodes in the chart watch. So it seems uh it's a pretty fruitful time for him, the late mid to late sixties. Uh what do you what do you know about Tom Jones, fellas? You you've obviously heard of him. Doc, what are your thoughts on him?
1: No, I think the only one that probably uh would have been, I'm guessing the nineties, the old sex bomb was probably the first uh song that I would have heard of him. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, late like 90s, early 2000s, I reckon.
1: Yeah, you're going to be cracking the thousands. Um, yeah, that would be the one. But yeah, I think as we probably touched on the other weeks when he was in the chart watch, probably didn't realise he'd been around for that long, like mm. in the 60s. But yeah, you sort of lose track of some of them. But um, yeah, yeah, I probably don't know a heck of a lot about him. I've listened to a couple of the songs. Obviously, there's a couple where you see the name and you're like, yep, I know that. But um, this one here wasn't one that, was, uh, that I was aware mm. of previously.
2: Keith,
0: what were your perceptions of Tommy without uh, researching too much?
2: How did you guess? I didn't research too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's um, goes in that category—a bit of a smooth, smooth player, just uh, mm. standard catchy tunes. And uh, I suppose he was probably in the nineties. Then you'd probably have like Robbie Williams coming in after that, taking that yep. sort of role. Would that be a fair comment? um yeah, is it what's his other hit uh escape me mind now his other big number one was probably the only one that um i was well familiar with um not unusual is that it oh yeah he did quite a few hits i was gonna say yeah uh, did he okay yeah <laughs> i assume he did he's a big yeah big big superstar
0: pretty incredible to be honest but uh I'll uh, go through a bit of history for you now. He's born on June the 7th, 1940. So he just turned 80. Happy
1: birthday. 2020.
0: Yeah. Uh, Full name, Thomas John Woodward.
1: Any relation?
0: I come from a lineage of Woodwards. so I've asked the grandparents, but uh, so far they haven't had any luck in uh, tracing that. (laughs) I'll claim it for now. Uh, He was born in Wales. Uh, in the town of Pontypridd which, bit of trivia for you, uh, combined with another Wales town named Tony Pandy, forms Pontypandy, the name of the fictional town where Fyman Sam plies his trade. There you go. One for the parents with young kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody shocking place to live, though. Wouldn't live in pony pandy A lot goes on there.
1: Hang on, hang on. Just be careful. That could be where uh, our listeners are from.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> Shout out to Norman Price if you're listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jones, he had a love of singing from an early age and would regularly sing at family get-togethers, weddings, and in choirs. Uh, he was struck down by tuberculosis at age 12, which meant he was isolated in his bedroom for two years, where he listened to a lot of music at that time. In a recent interview, he stated he's having no trouble during the current lockdown with coronavirus due to having been through it before when he was a young fella.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Hmm. He married Linda Trenchart when they were both 16 and expecting a child. To support the family, Tom took a job in a glove factory.
1: What was he? It was either the uh, tester, or was he working there making them? Or
0: mm, I didn't get that detail.
1: So uh, just when you said about just going back to what you said there about the uh, getting married at sixteen, I read a bit about that. That's a fair effort, I think. He was with her for the whole whole time, wasn't it? She passed away only a couple of years ago.
0: That's right. Yeah, stayed married until
1: she passed away in two thousand sixteen, I think. I think I think in the uh, bit that I read, it said something. Despite numerous affairs in between, he uh, got another model pregnant. And... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think he claimed once that at his peak he was betting about two hundred and fifty women a year.
1: Can you relate to that, Keith?
2: I do not know how to answer that. That is uh, quite the gentleman of the night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, I'll continue on. In 1963, Tom became the frontman of beat band Tommy Scott and the Senators, playing dance halls and working men's clubs in South Wales, uh, which is where he was spotted by a London-based manager, Gordon Mills. Millsy. Millsy. Gordon took... Tommy to London and gave him the stage name, Tom Jones, uh, supposedly to capitalise on the success of a hit movie at the time with the same name, Tom Jones.
1: Do we know the plot of that movie? Because that's uh, very interesting. Uh,
0: it was a comedy about a man who was loved by everyone, but I don't know <laughs> any more than that.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Do a quick fact check um, if you like.
1: Yeah, leave that with me. You, you keep going and I'll, um, yeah. And yeah, he managed
0: to land a recording contract with the label Decker. Tom's first single would be Chills and Fever, released in 1964, which didn't chart. But the follow-up, It's Not Unusual, would be a global smash and the beginning of a hugely successful career. That song reached number three in Australia, followed by What's New Pussycat, which made number two. Uh, yeah, Tom, was he was a bit like Bobby Darin in one of our previous episodes, uh, adapted to different styles of singing and music and kept finding new audiences, uh, which would lead to his first Australian number one, uh, Green Green Grass of Home, in 1967 which, you know, is a bit of a country song almost. Not what he'd be known for, I would have thought. But 1967 is also when Tom first played Las Vegas at the Flamingo Hotel. You been there, fellas? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Had some good times there. Good, nice establishment. It's a nice establishment, I think, yeah, one of our (laughs) our more uh, wilder nights there, I'd say. Yeah, there you go.
0: Hmm. We'll save that for another podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, yeah, that might be a three parter. Um <laughs> flamingos are real,
2: aren't they, Dubbo? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: don't you try that on me. The yeah. <laughs> Only thing that I did realise about when he was in Vegas, which is sort of once again, the time frames is weird. I think it said he was playing at the same time as Elvis in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, like it's sort of I don't know, you just I don't know. Yeah, it feels like mm. Elvis would be older than that. Um yeah, there you go.
2: For sure. But when you said mention the song What's New Pussycat that to me just sounds like it's nearly 100 years old or something that's <laughs> ancient yeah. It's probably not far away is it
0: Yeah it'd be over 50 Anyway Tom he played in Vegas for at least one week every year for the next 42 years
1: 42 years in Vegas Yeah Gee, at wait. least
0: one week at a, yeah each year
1: that's good going.
0: <laughs> Loves a punt.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> he must have. Yeah, he either was very successful at it or he only played there one week a year. Cause he was shit outs at it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Had to go tour and to get his chase his losses. <laughs> uh,
0: then in 1968, he released Delilah, uh, which also made it to number two. Before. Yeah, help yourself. Landed him back at the top spot. So this song, it's a reworking of an Italian song. Jack Fishman wrote the English lyrics for Tom, which were unrelated to the Italian version. So let's uh, hear your
2: thoughts. Keith. I'm up first, am I? You can handle if you want. No, no, no! All good. I um, listened, did, gave it a few listens, and first impressions were very, very low. Um, <laughs> did not. I was like, oh no, give me a break. Um, oh, but what then part I kept it? it. Was just, just too old. Just that symbol. You know, bit of trumpets and that in there. But then after a while yes i had a vision um cool. where the, where the breakdown comes in it's like i'm in a pub in mexico or something and having a bit of a dance on the dance floor so um yeah it uh, it it uh, grew on me it grew on me so yeah, yeah it wasn't uh That's
0: nice
2: at, at first thoughts were oh it's the lowest score i've I'm, I'm, I'm given gav, but um given <laughs> um but a spreadsheet Doverston will tell me that later on anyway <laughs>
1: Yeah, hold your horses, Keith.
2: Yeah, yeah, Doc. What do you reckon? Um.
1: Yourself? Yeah. Well, I guess instantly you sort of hear the old. Uh, I guess it's that trumpety sound, which it reminded me. I think was it, Keith, the other a couple of weeks ago about the tube of the <laughs> boom, 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 the fat like walking yeah. or something. It sort of had that. <laughs> yeah. That to it, but I think then in the background it sort of got, and I don't know what it is. It's like the beachy vibe. It's like a bit of a upbeat sort of in the back, but then you have got the trumpet going over the top. Um. And yeah, I think as Keith said about the breakdown and and obviously the, the song last week, um, I think we said there was no breakdown where it just was all all lyrics. And this one, I, I feel is almost the first one of the number ones we've gone through that has a bit of a breakdown that sort of does a bit of instrumental in the middle and then builds back up again. Mm. Um, all the others seem to be a lot lyric lyrically based Whereas this, yeah, has a bit of a breakdown and then he really builds it back up and fires up. Yeah, nice. Still couldn't... Crack the three minutes though. Nah, nah, it's still uh, short and <laughs> short and straight to the point. And once again, I think, um, and I think uh, Jerry might have brought this up the other week too. That um, they do repeat the lyrics quite a lot in, mm. in the songs back in that day. It was obviously about the repetition of of words to get it stuck in your head.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was hard not to smile at the uh, when those horns start up at the start.
1: Yeah. Pretty. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
0: It's almost like a cheeky cheeky, uh,
1: oh, here we go, (laughs) the trumpets are here. And I think he does that when he builds up back into the chorus. It's like, (gasps) ah, and he sort of like really (laughs) ramps back up in the lyrics like he goes uh, head first. And
0: uh, when I've listened to it again, uh, I thought it's familiar for some reason and the research quickly provided the reason why Uh, this would be probably uh, similar, similar to anyone uh, our age I guess uh, it soundtracks the infamous Take Me to Pleasure Town animated scene from Anchorman uh, yeah, where Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone take their relationship to the next level you recall that fellas?
2: definitely did not
0: call that yeah you, you remember that scene? <laughs> vividly
1: uh,
0: <laughs> Pretty famous scene. Yeah, like well, <laughs> they uh, riding animated horses through like a fantasy land.
1: Yeah, well, I know the scene you're talking about, but I just can't like I can visualize what you're saying, but I can't remember the the music to go with it. So I'll have to yeah have a bit of research.
0: I didn't pick it by any means, but uh, the research led me there, and I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Lyrically, what do you, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think um, as I just said that yeah, there's a lot of repetition, but the <sighs> they're probably the the bit that stuck out for me. And there might be some young boys and girls who listen to this, that could take some notes, but there's a line in there that if he betted 200 um, people or whatever uh, in his prime, I don't know whether you read, uh, got this lyric, but when he says, I'm, I'm rich with love, a millionaire. I've got so much. It's unfair. Why don't you take a share now? That is obviously got some uh, proven success. That one, because that is some solid (laughs) lyrics. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or he's just using his wealth to uh, share with the
1: ladies. Yeah, yeah. Rich with love, a millionaire got so much it's unfair. Why don't you come and take a share?
2: <laughs> That's two hundred and fifty million dollars a year, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever he's, uh, wasn't, he whatever be- he's wasn't he betting?
2: Wasn't he betting two hundred and fifty girls a year? Didn't you say earlier? Yeah. So you're
1: yeah. saying he's given a million to each each girl, are you? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I was saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. That's a high, high pay packet <laughs> for that. Imagine how much that'd be worth nowadays.
0: <laughs> Two hundred and fifty million.
1: Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I thought the chorus, like, just help yourself to my lips. <laughs> that's quite a line.
1: Yeah, yeah, got a uh, raw giggle out of me. <laughs>
0: thought that's pretty raunchy for the time too
1: yeah and like I think maybe that's what some of the songs we've probably said at a couple of other other times too that yeah I think the songs sort of go into that like at the time would have been risque um, whereas now they're probably just you know a bit more run of the mill but yeah at that time would have been more risque and probably uh, a bit out there
0: mm. Chief any lines stick out for you
2: I was just a li- uh, impressed with the Lyrics compared to the previous weeks um, as a whole is, they they do repeat uh, here and there, but there's more depth to them. Bigger words, just sounds just like a a bit more effort's gone into it really. So, um, you know, your smile Mm -hmm. has opened up the door. He does talk about wealth a lot. So (laughs) (laughs) millionaire wealth, loves it. Jack Fishman
0: wrote it. Big Jack. Mm. Might have made him a pretty dollar or two. Yeah, you'd yeah. imagine so. Yeah, Any anything else you want to point out about the song? Pretty, yeah, just horns throughout. Um, bumps along, builds it back up, like you say, man. He's got a couple of little laughs in there. Yeah. Thought that was a nice touch.
1: Yeah, that, that was very good, the old ha-ha-ha-ha. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh that was solid
0: (laughs) sounds like he's having fun with it
1: yep yeah what is it's like yeah i don't know how to describe it but it's a quite an upbeat song isn't it like he's sort of um it's 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 an upbeat but he's almost like it's it's got that um like sing along with me a little bit like how he i don't know builds it back up after that uh breakdown of all the instruments and then it yeah, it sounds like a big impassioned plea almost, sort of like come yeah. with me um, with the song. Come to bed with me. Yeah, well,
0: maybe that's what he was trying for. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, any other notes?
2: I did find it, I suppose, yeah, as I just said earlier, the um, Not Unusual song. I listened to this one and then two seconds later I've got It's Not Unusual in me head straight away. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's yeah. As I said, it grew on me, um, and it did elevate from uh, a very low score. So uh, I did find myself doing a click, not one of those mm. s- straightforward clicks. It actually went to the left, like a bit, of a, yes. yeah. bit of a yes, bit of a bit of a hip whip at the same time.
1: Down near the hip, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's a solid yeah. uh, effort. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a big clicker either. So that's um, yeah.
2: I don't bring it out often. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More of a whistling man, aren't you?
2: <laughs> Probably. Uh, uh, all right.
0: You want to give it a rating? How many clicks out of 10?
2: Um, Clicks out of 10? Oh, dear. I'm, I'm trying to go back. I am only still going to give it, I'll give it a four and a half. <laughs> and I don't Jeez. think that's my lowest score um
1: correct it's not your lowest
2: i gave a four one week i didn't
1: i you, you did give a four one week
2: what what song was that for
1: that was uh peter and gordon lady godiva <laughs> was it didn't ha- yeah it didn't have a high success rate between us that that one
2: okay yeah no nah. well you look four and a half um because it because it's not unusual didn't get number one did it in australia number three number three yeah
0: first uh yeah, breakout hit. So I guess you know he's a bit yeah. more
2: known now. Well, I'd probably have to give that um, probably a seven, and I don't like it as much. So I'm going to go with uh, four and a half. There you go. Grew on
0: him since must have been down yeah, at about was, a one. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, real low. Uh, Doc. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd be middle of the road. Um. Similar. Um. I would probably go go the five sort of mark. I think. Um. Yeah, it's it's catchy. Um, it's a little bit repetitive. But, um, yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, middle of the road. I'll go a, a five.
0: Sitting on the fence?
1: Yep. Just like usual. <laughs> I'm just looking. We've done. What's this? The eight. This is me, this is me fourth time I've said five. So, yeah, <laughs> not really uh, ambitious with the... Consistent. Uh, yeah.
2: Are you going to try and split it in the middle, Baxter, or what?
0: <laughs> 4.75, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a six. I uh I found it just put a smile on my face. Um if I listen to it many more times it might change, but <laughs> I could see it becoming a bit grating, but uh for now. And and the line, yeah, just help yourself to my lips. I thought I thought they could have actually just let that sit. I think he goes If I put my producer hat on again just the chorus just help myself to uh just help yourself to my lips and then just a bit of music instead of going straight into the uh and into my arms or whatever he says. I think it's into my arms. Anyway, it's a six. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, solid solid voting there, lads.
0: All right. I'll give you a few more tidbits on Tommy. But he had a huge obviously huge career because he's still 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 going. Um So I'm not going to touch on every album or anything like that. I I kind of got exhausted just reading everything he's done. I mean, here's a few things. Uh, He was famous enough to be on the hit list of Charles Manson's Family Cult.
1: Oh, that's fair. Not the best list to be on.
0: (laughs) 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 No, definitely not. But he uh, made it through that, luckily. Uh, He had success in TV as well with the... this is Tom Jones' variety show uh, from 69 to
2: 71.
0: Yeah. yeah, his manager, Gordon Mills, passed away in 1986 uh, and led to Tom's son, Mark, to take on the manager role since then. Now, Triple J, Hottest 100, we're pretty big fans of that. Tommy's made that, did you know?
1: Yeah, Sex Bomb would have made it back in the day. Well we.
0: Have... No. Sex Pond
1: did not. Oh, here we go. One of the hottest of all time or something did he get in there?
0: Uh, he did get in one of the early ones. I, I wasn't going to count that with a cover of Kiss. Cover? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, in 89 or 90. But uh, if I only knew, got number nine in 1994.
2: There you go.
0: <laughs> not generally associated with Triple J.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't have been his target market, but um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I almost
0: feel it must have been like a joke song or something. They played it anyway.
1: Yeah, but would that still be '94? Would it have been you can vote for anything, or that was just that year, or no, nah, that was that was just was that legitimate year? that year. Yeah,
0: yeah. He yeah. uh, was the voice of the NRL in two thousand with the promo song "What a Game," which reworked the Salt and Pepper hit "What a Man."
1: what a game what a game
0: what a tell uh what a man reached number two i think that was its highest spot
1: There
0: yeah um he's appeared on the simpsons doc you aware of that one
1: can't picture it but yeah i yeah i would imagine where marge gets a job at the nuclear plant as well uh, Oh, yeah, and then he walks out, does it with him singing or something.
0: Yeah, at the end, I think Mr. Burns had hired him to perform for
1: Ah, him and march. And he's uh, got the um, shackle around his leg, doesn't he? Yeah, cut cut the thing, yeah, I know the one.
0: (laughs) And he's like, please help me. Yeah,
1: there you go, yep. Uh,
0: He's also on Fresh Prince of (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Bel-Air. And
1: in the movie
0: Mars Attacks.
1: Yeah, there you go, yep. What I did read that he did the theme song for a James Bond too, didn't he? Thunderbolt? Yes, very good. Does that uh, rate very highly, that movie, though? It doesn't ring a bell, um, which one that is. But, um, yeah, I'll try and see who the... Uh, who I usually go off who the villain is, is how I remember him. But, yeah, it doesn't yeah, ring Yeah, you're
0: a bell. the Bond fan in this group, I would say.
1: Yeah, I'm a big um, odd job man or knick-knack. So um, uh, yeah, no, I don't think they were in that one. Surely, Jaws. Jaws, yeah, Jaws is a good fella. Goes on to goes on to getting the Happy Gilmore, the actor who played Jaws. That's uh good to see.
0: Tom received an OBE in nineteen ninety eight, and was knighted by the Queen in two thousand and five for services to music. Also, if you remember back in episode three, we discussed. Captain Tom Moore, being the oldest artist, to hit number one in the UK. You remember that fella? Yeah, yep. Well, he took the mantle from Tom.
1: Oh, there you go. Tom Jones. Yeah, well, what was his latest number one?
0: In the UK, Tom had a number one in 2009.
1: So, but that's not overly... Yeah, I thought it may have been older than that, because what do you say, you just turned 80 or something? Yeah, so it would have been 69. 69, yeah, like... I don't know that. Like it's still that's still um quite old in the music game, but I still thought it would have been uh, older than that, to be honest. Someone would have got older. Yeah. Hmm. But that's a fair gap—sixty-nine straight up to one hundred for the next uh, <laughs> number
0: one. Uh, Tom was halftime entertainment. oh no, pre-match entertainment. Sorry, at the uh, two thousand and fourteen AFL granny.
1: Yep. Oh, Along with Ed Sheeran. Yep, I believe I might have been it. Was that Swans won that one? Did they? No, Swans won.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, might have lost today. No, they, nah, they might have won 2014, and then I went to 2015 and they proceeded to lose. So,
0: uh, It would have been the Hawks, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the Swans Hawks. Hawks.
1: Three Pete, or not? Yep. Yeah, it would have been uh, 14, 15, 16, or th- I don't know. Either way. Now, nah, Swans were 2012. So I reckon this might have been the one that Swans lost. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, they blamed it on Tom and Ed. I think, yeah, so they should have.
0: <laughs> See, Tom's still pretty. Uh, he's got a pretty big name in the UK. He's he's a coach on The Voice, the uh, TV show. Uh, he has been doing that since two thousand twelve, so he's still still well and truly in the limelight. Yeah, and still touring. He's he's just postponed a European tour until next year, but. Yeah, he planned to tour again this year.
1: Yeah, I wish I was going that well when I'm 80. That's a uh, good going. Mm. Well, this podcast will be on tour by then. You would imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah. yeah, to wrap it up, he's, he's sold over 100 million records. Has won a Grammy, a Golden Globe, MTV Music Award, Brit Awards, and has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And yeah, there wouldn't be many who could claim similar longevity to their careers as Tom.
1: Yeah, if he's just had a you know, number one not that long ago, yeah, there probably wouldn't be many that had last from, from um yeah, such a young age to to then. Good going, Tommy. Chart chart chart,
0: chart, watch, chart, watch. Yeah, on a chart watch we might be slightly different now because we don't have the continuity we previously had, but we'll still be able to check out uh,
1: what was going on at the time. Yeah, well, we'll have a crack anyway.
0: Sounds good. What do you got for us? So
1: there it goes. So yeah, um, big Tommy he knocked off Mama Cass uh, with "Dream a Little Dream of Me," which was number one for for two weeks. Um, so then Tommy Tommy had been in the charts uh, for for four weeks previ- previous, and then "Help Yourself" went to the the number one in its fifth week was there for for three weeks in total and um probably the the most interesting one was a song that knocked it off uh don't know whether you had a look at that uh you fellas but yeah the beatles hey jude's um hey jude (laughs) and uh was obviously a double a side with uh revolution as well so yeah i don't know i was trying to think like
0: that would be a large song
1: yeah well i was trying to think that would that be would it be i mean it's probably like People picking their favourite kid, but to be up there with their biggest songs, um, Hey Jude or the most recognisable mm. Beatles songs of all time, like, so yeah, to get knocked off by like that, you'd probably take it in stride a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but that was number one for nine weeks. So yeah, then in terms of the other ones that were actually in there that week, there probably wasn't a heap that stuck out. Um, in terms of, um, in terms of, I guess the interesting names or, or names that, um. People no. might have heard of before. There was Mister um, Mr. Mister Bo Jangles, that song. I don't know if that rings a bell. <laughs> then there was um, Hurdy Gurdy Man. That stuck out because that went on to be a racehorse. Oh, yeah. That was a reasonable uh, <laughs> country plotter. I think old D Weir trained it. Um, might have got a couple of dollars out of that along the way. Um, but yeah, they were probably the two the two big ones. The only other one was um, that I noticed was in there, which once again I probably didn't realise. He was—he was a big fella. Was big Wayne Newton. The only reason he stuck out was because he's in uh, Vegas Vacation, I believe. <laughs> Chevy Chase and the, the gang there—that <laughs> was uh, the only name that stuck out to me from that.
0: From our previous episodes, there's still a few names popping up, like Beach Boys.
1: Yeah, Beach Boys, uh, Beans, Rolling Stones. Beans. Yep. Bgs. Um, Matty Munro. Yeah, the Easy Beats. Um, who was there? Yeah. Donovan, Richard yeah, Donovan, which was Hurdy Gurdy Man, but yeah, they are—they're the same sort of names uh, you see, you seeing still, and then probably some others that weren't in there at that time that are obviously yeah, big ones. The Who, um, Johnny Farnham—he's mm-hmm. just sneaking in there too. Vanilla Fudge—he—he he was number eleven. I don't know, or he or she. Keep me hanging on. Yeah,
0: you keep me hanging on.
1: Is it that song? I've got no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, Johnny Farnham probably once again wouldn't have realised yeah, he was kicking around back then, but there you go.
0: Number number 17 there. Uh, one, two, three, red light by the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. <laughs> that sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, the uh, Fruit Gum Company.
0: The cover of um, Duke DeMont, red light, maybe.
1: <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Classical Gas, too. That's a famous. Uh, Oh, I think that's on The Simpsons too.
1: Classical gas, yeah. <laughs>
0: Lisa plays that at the power plant, I reckon.
1: Oh, there you go. Maybe they've just looked at this week's chart.
0: <laughs> Simpsons did it.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Actually, that song, uh, is a song that come in at number 15 straight in there, Harper Valley PTA. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting song. Bit of an early... Uh, Feminist anthem, yeah, Janine C. riley It's about a a lady whose whose daughter comes home from school with a note from the from the Harper Valley PTA yeah. telling her that uh, telling the mum that she's wearing her dresses too high, she's hanging out with too many men, and yeah, she, the mum ends up going to the next meeting and basically drills all the crowd on the <laughs> what they're doing as well. There you go. Gives it back to
1: him. Yeah. Yeah, they had some interesting, um, interesting stories back in them days. Yeah. So yeah, that was probably the most notable one there that uh, I could I could pl- pluck out this uh, this week. And as you said, yeah, this is uh, this was Tommy's um, the second number one after after the the green green grass of home. So I think that was number mm. one for four weeks, and then yeah, this one was number one for three weeks. So. He's obviously got a
0: bit of a fan base here. Oh, for sure. Yep.
1: Yeah, next, please.
0: All right. Now, we're back to the random date generator, the moment we've all been waiting for. Let's see what we're going to be covering next episode between 1940 and 2020. Let's get the date.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, we're a bit more Ooh. modern here. Holy howdy.
0: Thirteenth of the twelfth, two thousand. Yeah, we're approaching
1: Y two K for sure. Oh, approaching, we would be past it technically, but yeah. I... Oh yes. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Oh, no. <laughs> Where is it? Oh. oh yes. Oh, everyone around. What have here we done? Is spot on. Oh, we made. Is that the song we got to do? <laughs>
2: Oh wow! Way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's just go. Uh,
2: let's just go back to back.
1: Oh, this is, and we're not allowed to say what it is, are we? But this no, is, you can give
0: a few hints if you like. No, um, oh. oh, you can't
1: even give a hint without letting the cat out of the bag. Oh, oh,
2: <laughs> geez, that was great.
1: <laughs> that was not bad. But yeah, this is solid. Oh man, this is the okay. sort of song that I don't think anyone would not know.
0: No, yeah. it's, well, if you're alive today, oh, yeah, today, I guess.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. We've chosen this path, so we've got to uh, deal with it. Uh, we,
1: hey, no, we won't be changing it. There's no,
0: like... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time to find out what it will be. Just play the damn song. As ever, it is time to now listen to the song at the end of the episode, Help Yourself by Tom Jones. Matty Doc. believe you can help us out with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, Teddy. I'm just in the car. I'm just driving over to my mate's place. I lent the, the vinyl to him the other day, so just going to pick that up. So, um, yeah, should, right. should have it in a minute. Um, oh, actually, Drive safe. Yeah, uh, I sh- yeah, I should be right. Um, He's in another suburb and... um. I think he's outside the lockdown, but anyway, it'll be right. I, I, the police won't Strat. be out this time, of I um, so I should oh.
0: talk. That's sirens, <laughs> isn't
1: it? <laughs> it's not sound oh, no. Hang on, boys. Hang on. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 mate. How you going? You go, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just going to pick up, pick up a vinyl. He's in stride. What out of the car? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, it's under control.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, Tell okay. I'll put him we're live.
1: behind the back, mate. You're live on air, we're recording a podcast here, mate. On the ground. What the Okay, just, I've got just comply.
0: Comply with whatever he's saying.
1: I've watched water security. Um, this is bullshit. His okay. record's not
0: gonna oh, go down on. Oh, no, yeah, um, just ah, thanks everyone ah, for listening. Ah, Doc. hopefully oh, no. see you next time. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Keith. Oh crap. Yep. what the wrong. <laughs> You're still here. Wow, well done, you made it to the end. Thanks for listening. If you want to link up via the socials, search for every Aussie number one song ever on Facebook and Instagram. Or chuck us an email at every onegmailcom One at gmail.com. That's every A U S N O and the number one. At gmail.com. We would love to hear any anecdotes or facts and figures about the songs and artists. Cheers.